This is Ursula Hogan. Welcome you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio, where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. The pupils of Montana National School have set up their own in-school radio station. A curious Jim Collins called last week to find out more information. I think we should play a song. And how about Benson Hill? Huh. I'm here in Montana National School and I'm talking to the principal of the school, Joe O'Reardon. Joe, you're very welcome to Scariff Bay Community Radio again. Thanks, Jim. It's great to be back. Uh, Joe, when I came in today, something new caught my eye, and that is a school radio station. I thought Scariff Bay was the only radio station <laughs> in North East Clare, but uh, I was wrong. So tell us about the, the, what you're doing here. Um, well, thank you, John. Partly, partly down to you, you, you set the standard of, of radio broadcasting and, and local radio, so it's inspired, inspired the next generation. Um, so we're involved <coughs> me, with creative schools. We were lucky to secure funding uh, through Clare County Council for the Creative Schools Project, which is a, a two-year project um, where you look at developing creativity within, within a school environment. Um, and one of the things the kids have come up with and, and talked about is, a, is a, the children's voice. So often you, you turn on the radio, you turn on the news, it's, it's, it's very much an adult-dominated world. Um, so they felt they wanted their voice to be heard more. And we're very, very fortunate in our school that our creative associate is Slavic Cree, who's a parent in the school and, and a neighbour of the school. Uh, and he's, into, he's a sound artist. Um, so he said, Let's not, we'll run with this. So he, he donated a wonderful uh, mixing table here. We've got speakers, uh, microphones. So the kids are doing a variety of, of radio programmes. We do a lunchtime radio programme for two kids. We put uh, big speakers out in the hallways uh, and the kids... They have a chat, they tell jokes or riddles, they, they play some music, and then we do an evening time slot uh, at home time at about like, quarter to ten to three as the cars pull up collecting kids. We, we bring the speakers outside um, and we do uh, pirate radio, basically. We, 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 we ambush people. Uh, and again, the same, the kids talk, and it's, it's, it's amazing to see them do it, because first of all, they're brilliant at it, but it's, it's wonderful to hear their insights. So like last week they were talking about Ukraine and giving their view on it. Uh, they were talking about sport, they were t- sharing jokes and facts. So it's, it's entirely their, their, their show. Um, and it's wonderful just to hear their voices in it, yeah. Well, and it's wonderful to see the, the creativity that comes from them. Mm. Because, uh, you know, people can think, well, children don't have anything to say or they don't have any, you know, anything to uh, in an adult world. Yeah. But, of course, that would be totally incorrect. No, it isn't. The problem isn't getting them talking. The problem is to keep them within the 15 minutes, yeah. Um, no, it's, it's, it's really, really interesting. And I think... It's like that, once you plant a seed, like with Scarf Bay Radio starting, and people can see the, the impact of, of local radio. So, like, we started doing the radio here, and now we're going to link uh, this year with the Arts Festival, um, and we're going to have a sound installation. So, we're going to set up a speaker in the, in the village, uh, and at random times, there will be snippets of the kids, maybe their radio program, them reading out their poems, playing. So, again, that voice of the children becomes integral to, to the community and, and to the place. Well, we'll be, we'll be involved in the festival as well, so maybe we'll join forces uh, on those days. But I was just listening there to James and to Jack, two of your pupils here, and they were very, very, very impressive. Oh, they're, they're brilliant. Um, and they were on today. The, the other guys have been on um, at different stages during, during the, the year. But they are, they're, all, they're all fantastic. James and Jack uh, come up with what they're going to talk about, what they're going to play, and it's... The radio itself, program itself is, is brilliant. It's actually a privilege to see the behind the scenes and to see their thought processes um, and in terms of, well, we, maybe we won't say that or will we say this or I don't think that song is right now. Um, so there, there's a huge amount of thought uh, and work gone into it. So it looks like, and, and the ease which they deliver it, it looks like they've just sat down and had a chat, but they've spent the week 
tweaking and teasing as to what, what way they'll structure it. Um, so they've done a great job, yeah. Great. Well, listen, we better have a word with them anyway. I see them over here. So we'll have a, a quick chat with, with, with your permission with James and Jack. Okay. No problem. Okay. Enjoy. Joe, many thanks. Thanks very much, Jim. I'm here in Mount Shannon National School and we're looking, we're talking about the Mount Shannon School radio station, another radio station that has been set up here in East Clare. And I'm with Jack Gilday and James Bugler. Gentlemen, good afternoon to you. Hi. Good afternoon to you too. Tell us, uh, this, the radio station which we have just been listening to now and the two of you were presenting, um, how long has this been going on for, Jack? Um, it's been going on for nearly six months. Of yeah. that. Okay. Six months. It's kind of... It's been going since a bit before Valentine's. Yeah. Yes. Okay. No, and wait, no. Christmas, sorry. Christmas, yeah. A bit before Christmas. A bit before Christmas. Christmas. Okay. And um, just, will you describe the setup, James, what you have here? So, we've got microphones. We've got some, we've got some microphones, some speakers. Um, we've got a mixing desk. And we're trying to set up a recorder, but... We haven't quite succeeded yet. Okay, but you're getting there. Yeah. You're yeah. not going to do it all in, on the one day. Yeah. And Jack, what do you like most now? I've, I've seen um, you presenting there a while ago and uh, you look very professional altogether. You look like you've been at it for a long time and I know you haven't. The, but uh, what do you like about the it? The best bit about it is probably the students are in charge. So like we have like a lunchtime radio sometimes and then every every kind of holiday we get off for we usually do one at the end of the day so it kind of it was it's just good for in case any of the student wants to go into radio presenting in the future okay and uh, is it something james is that something you'd like to do well i enjoy radio but i'm not sure if i want to pursue it for my life okay so you just you do it as a hobby maybe yeah okay and what do you like about being on the school radio I just think it's kind of fun to be able to interview people and talk to talk to anyone really. Yes. So, what kind of programs have you had on the on the radio station since you started? Well, we usually just do holidays, but as Jack said, just this week we had one lunch one at lunchtime. So usually we just do one themed on whatever holiday is with whatever's going on mixed in. But this week, this lunch, um, two pe- two children from fourth class, they did some new stuff. Okay, and I wonder what did the the pupils and the teachers, Jack, think about the the new station? Um, do, do they listen to it? Uh, a lot. Every- a lot of people listen to it. They kind of just listen in while doing work, but then a lot of people also stop work and just that's all they listen to which I don't think the teachers are too happy about that one. <laughs> no, no, but I, it would be better, I suppose, that they would do their work, uh, Jack, and maybe then listen to the radio station. Yeah. Okay. Uh, tell us, since we're here, and you mentioned, James, the, like for holidays, as we're speaking here today, you're getting your Easter holidays. Yeah. Um, but the one of the things we did today uh, was the pupils... Uh, buried a time capsule. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tell us about that? So, about 
a year ago, everyone in fourth, fifth, and sixth wrote a letter to their future, future selves to put in a time capsule for 25 years from now. So a few people, they would write letters to themselves, and a few things are put in, like a receipt from, a receipt from crows and other things like that. Um, but today we buried it after quite a while. Um, the youngest person in the school, the youngest person in the school took and um, unveiled the plaque, and the oldest person in the school um, put it in the hole. It's pretty interesting, and I hope that I'm around for in 25 years. Well, hopefully we'll be around in 25 years. And Jack, what did you, what do you think of the whole? Um, yeah, it's it's thing. a good thing because. We don't really have like a class reunion like they do in America, but like it's a good thing. Like in twenty five years, the whole class will get back together to unveil it and see where what people are doing in twenty five years. And what do you think, Jack? Will it will be like in twenty five years' time? What do you think uh, Mount Shannon School will be like in twenty five years from now? It'll probably be bigger. It will probably have gotten another extension to it, and that's all I can really. That's all I can really say, what I think. Yes. And James, what would you think the future, 25 years, will, be like, will look like? Well, I feel like there might, it, might either be a, it might either be a bigger school or it might have even merged with another school. It might have relocated, even. So I feel like it might be a bit bigger, as Jack said. There might be some projects that we did, thanks to innovative principles. And... Maybe we'll even have an entire. Maybe we'll even have an entire new section or area. Okay. So, anyway, listen. It's been great talking to you. Uh, keep up the radio work because you're both very, very good at it. Really, really impressed with it. And uh, thanks for talking to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thanks. It was a pleasure. Well, now to finish up our last broadcast of the, of Easter. We're going to have to get... We think that since the children have been um, hunting Easter eggs, we think it might be a good idea to give the adults something. So, somewhere in Mount Shannon, somewhere in Mount Shannon, we've hidden two golden Easter eggs. And whoever finds them first can send, take a picture and send it to the school's email. Here's the, a riddle. Hidden where the books lie. Um, thanks for listening and have a happy holiday. And now we're going to play a song, Be Happy. See ya. This week sees the return of East Clare Musical Society's musical cabaret to Scariff Community College Hall. The Society's PRO, Owen O'Hagan, chatted with Jim Collins as the performers prepared to take to the stage on Friday evening. We're here in the auditorium of Scariff Community College. Uh, you can hear maybe the fans going at the back uh, with the lights. All is in readiness for the opening night of A Night at the Musicals. And I'm here with the PRO of East Clare Musical Society, Owen O'Hagan. Owen, you're very welcome. Good evening, Jim. And thanks for joining us here tonight. There is, a, you know, even though the place is almost empty, Owen, but uh, there's a little sense of excitement. There is. Uh, if you're on the WhatsApp with the, with the crew or the cast of this show... Uh, there is a great sense of excitement and this is the opening night of a night of the musicals cabaret at Scarf Community College and uh, as you said the, the excitement is palpable. We're, we are ready to go, uh, the stage is looking amazing, the venue is a cabaret venue, it's not a school hall or an exam hall, it's a, a cabaret venue. 
purposely built by Experience Productions and Jericho Kenny for this uh, three night run of the show. And tell me something, how are the performers feeling now? We're here about an hour and a half before uh, the opening number. Um, they're psyching themselves up, I'd imagine, are they? There's, uh, there's nerves, there's, also, there's always going to be performance anxiety, but uh, they're ready. Uh, Johnny O'Brien, the musical director, has uh, the cast, the crew and the dancers and chorus line ready for this. Uh, they've been rehearsed solid for six weeks and we had a uh, dress rehearsal last Wednesday. It went really well. Of course, there's always going to be hiccups in the dress rehearsal, but uh, I think they're ready for it tonight now. And uh, what a performance the audience are going to see and hear. Yes. How many performers are going to be on stage now tonight, approximately? I think about, uh, about 28 or 30 uh, soloists plus uh, chorus line singers, plus dancers, plus uh, some TY members as well. And they're a very active part of the East Clare Musical Society is the TY members and the support of TY and Scarf Community College is important for the show. Yeah, and I know you were involved uh, in a similar role the last time we had this. And for many people, it was their last night out before the the uh, COVID struck and the whole place locked down. So maybe it's quite appropriate that uh, this, for a lot of people, is their first night back out again. And it, it may well be a lot of people's first night out because uh, we had the sold out two nights of the Night of Musicals, part one as I called it, in uh, February 2020, it seems years ago. It was actually years because two, but uh, really successful and uh, COVID uh, came in the middle. And here is uh, Night of the Musicals Cabaret part two, book ending the other end of Covid hopefully we're going through the, the end of it now and we can move on with our life as normal but maybe this will be the start of it here the East Clare Musical Society's Night of the Musicals Yeah it, I mean it was such a good night the last night everybody or the last time everybody who came on all the nights were, were very impressed so you reckon they will be equally impressed if not more so this time Personally I think the show is better than 2020's and anybody who was here in 2020 will remember how good it was and the standing ovation they got on both nights I think this show will surpass that. Uh, the best of talent, uh, the best of singers and dancers and uh, even some comedy from everybody in East Clare. And there's some talent out there, Jim. Yeah, give us a, a, an idea of what's coming up uh, tonight. And of course, we're recording this on Friday evening, but there's also Saturday night and Sunday night and there are still a few, very few places available, I believe. There's, a, I think there's half a dozen for Saturday and half a dozen for Sunday and Friday tonight is totally sold out. Um, we will, I'm going to make a little exclusive announcement at the end of this interview as well that uh, the listeners to Scarf Bay Community Radio might be interested in. But um, we have our MCs, our Sarah King and Sarah King from O'Gunlow and uh, Damien Heaney from Tungraney, the former chair of Tungraney Development Association and uh, also a key member of the Tidy Towns. And Sarah was actually Damien's pupil back in 1985. So here's the, the master and the pupil on stage here as MCs and they're, they're looking forward to it and uh, they're well able and Damien's well able and so is Sarah because Sarah is a, a music teacher and singing teacher so she's well able to perform in public and she sings as well. She opens the show with a number. Okay, and what musicals are we going to hear from tonight? Or are you allowed to tell us? Oh, I am, yeah, yeah. Uh, Cabaret, West Side Story, South Pacific, A Little Night Music, My Fair Lady, Wicked, Mamma Mia, Dream Girls, Funny Girl, Wicked, and Jesus Christ Superstar is a main part of the first half. And then the second half, everybody who's in East Clare remember the four-night run of sold-out record-breaking Oliver from uh, 2016 I think it was that's yes. that, that long ago and we have uh, four numbers from that and dancing as well and uh, we have uh, the comedic duo of Ruth O'Hagan and Jim O'Brien 
are going to take to the stage in the second half and uh, if anybody remembers Oliver they remember their part in the stage and that's going to be reprised tonight um, we also have Phantom of the Opera and uh, Paul Conroy and Adele O'Grady are going to feature in that as well that's an amazing uh, musical classic musical and their songs uh, two songs in that show will be memorable as well um, we have Chicago A Star Is Born and we have uh, the After Eights, who are the Killaloo Male Voice Choir, are going to do a medley from the Jersey Boys uh, musical as well, which is great and funny and gets the crowd really going as well. Uh, we have Jekyll and Hyde, and uh, we have several songs from Les Mis at the end of the show, and uh, these are truly memorable sh- songs as well. But the whole, the whole show is uh, something to remember for everybody, and uh, I think that they'll be standing up in the seats here tonight and on Saturday and Sunday as well. I, I hope that this will be the first of many outings by the East Clare Music Society. You know, it's it's we got used to over many many years to various musicals, Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. I think Jesus Christ Superstar, Oklahoma and, producers, Oklahoma. Oliver, so many others uh, on yeah. show. Um, there was a little hiatus taken, then COVID kind of extended that hiatus, but uh, we're back and we're back with a bang. Yes. Now, tell me, you're PRO of the the uh, music society here and obviously the where Johnny O'Brien was rehearsing with the cast I mean it was probably a very very busy time for you as well yeah I was taking a lot of photographs and video of of the cast in rehearsals and uh, from the very first day all the way through to the dress rehearsal I've been here and uh, it's great to see the show building and growing and the confidence in the, in the performance growing as well but my role as PRO is to, is to get it out there and to help sell tickets and Anybody who's been on Facebook for the last six weeks will be probably sick of looking at posts from Mona Hagen as the PRO of the East Clare Musical Society. But also it made uh, Clare FM, it made Scarf Bay Community Radio several times, and here we are again. Yes. And uh, also in the, the local papers as well, the Clare Champion, the Clare Echo, and the Clare Held. And I'm, I'm thankful as a PRO to all of these people who have helped us promote the show, because we're a voluntary group, like the radio is a, a voluntary group as well. We need all the support we can, and to get that uh, gratis from all the... the sound and vision uh, sellers in Clare is great for us. Yeah, and obviously, I mean, it, it makes East Clare, it, it improves the, the, the quality of life here in East Clare to have these kind of things like, like the Drama Festival and particularly the musicals and the Musical Society. Well, that's, that's Jim, that's part of our mission statement, to encourage, promote and present amateur musical theatre in a non-competitive environment from within the East Clare region where possible valuing equally the contribution of all involved both on and off stage and in doing so provide high quality entertainment to the local community and beyond much like what Scarf Bay Community Radio is doing I'll wear my other hat for that yes. as PRO of Scarf Bay Community Radio and here's the announcement I have to put on both hats Go for on. this uh, we're going to broadcast a night of the musicals cabaret live on Sunday night from 7.45pm on FM locally on 88.3 92.7 but also throughout the world for all our diaspora from County Clare including performers who can't uh, be here with us from East Clare Musical Society so Sunday night from quarter to eight you have the whole show from start to finish and including some Vox Pops and, uh, Vox Pops and chats with uh, some of the uh, audience attendees here as well so Nobody is safe Nobody is safe that mic will be shoved in front of your nose and I expect a few words out of you then as well but the, the excitement is great and we're excited to be able to broadcast on the radio as well because there is a lot of people with their best will in the world can't be here or not able to be here and, and some people who had to cry off because of COVID as well they had to give up their tickets so uh, they'll be able to enjoy the show from the, the 
build our own living room on Sunday night. Okay, well, certainly the listeners can't get the 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 ambience that's here, the lighting and and the whole you know the sense of excitement that is building. But it's absolutely wonderful. The tables are laid out, ready for uh, the the audience to come in. So I'd better let you get back to work. Thanks, Jim, and. Uh, Looking forward to seeing or speaking to you all on Sunday night live on Scarf Bay Community Radio. Ono Hagen, PRO of East Clare Music Society, many thanks. Thank you, Jim. You've been listening to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we will keep you updated on local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarf Bay Community Radio.